the Tutors of Life podcast, where we research life so you don't have to. Episode 151. This is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. How are you, Sam? I'm exhausted. How are you? I'm extremely tired. Yep. Like, I'm ready for bed. Yep. Okay, so, good. Uh, so this is a Tudor episode where we will try to teach you something or add value to your life. Good fucking luck, Chuck. What? I'm just kidding. Yeah, that's what we're going to do today. Yeah. Um, I think we should talk about masterminds. That's exactly what we're going to talk about. Networking. That's what we're talking about. Yep, that's 100%. It. Yeah. Sean, why are we talking about that? <clears throat> All right, guys. So, Rob Bailey, we're in his coaching group, CCV, Clear Calculator Vicious, and he had an event in Vegas this weekend. Uh, he was there for Olympia. And he rented out a suite, a penthouse suite, to have a bunch of professionals and people in his coaching group come to Mastermind. Uh, He used to rent it out for a bunch of athletes, but this year he wanted to try renting it out for professionals. And um, we did didn't think we would be able to attend due to we had some stuff lined up in uh, in the way. Mm-hmm. Tuesday on his call with us, we heard he still had tickets. And so since there were still tickets available, we were like, wow, we should try to make this work. We didn't I didn't I didn't think it was possible. I know. I I honestly debated just going without you. I'm not surprised. Like, I... And now, after the fact, like, if something happens again where you can't go, I will go without you. Wow. I feel the love. I'm sorry. I mean, if... How I, would you feel if I left you and went? That would suck. Because you had to work. That would suck. But, I'm, I'd, like, I'd be happy you would go. I'm really feeling the love, babe. Hey, I left work early on Thursday to come help you so we could finish. Yeah, I know. Teamwork makes a dream work. I know. It does. So Thursday at 1 o'clock, we pretty much realized we can make this work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Sean called me while I was at work and was just like, hey, are you on your lunch? And I was like, yep. So he calls me and he's like, yeah, we're going to go. I'm going to bring in Kyle too. I was like, cool. Mm-hmm. let's do it yeah super sick super sick um <clears throat> so friday morning flew to vegas the event was at 5 30 vegas time uh 5 30 to 11 so we we mastermind hung out in the penthouse suite networked networked for five and a half hours and then uh next morning Float at got up at six a.m. Flew out at nine. Mm-hmm. Back to Eau Claire and did some did some work that night. Yeah. So it was fun. It, it was, was eventful. So worth it. Exhausting. Yep. One hundred percent worth it. Um, I'm very happy we did it mm-hmm. because now we know we are gonna make it to every single one after this. Pretty much. Chill out, maybe a little bit. I mean, I will. I will make it on my priority list mm-hmm. but i'm also not going to be stupid 
Right. I mean, obviously, if there's like a wedding, we're gonna go to the wedding versus that. Yeah, I would just I would say like I will go to them unless it's gonna hinder what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, if it's like an ex- yeah, 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 I see what you mean. Like this mastermind made sense because it was affordable. Mm-hmm. It was in Vegas, so mm-hmm. we could make it a one day trip. It wasn't. It wasn't a hindrance for us to do this one. Right, because it was only like, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, if it's a hindrance, it's really expensive, shit like that, I'm not going to go out of my way just to go to a mastermind. Oh, yeah, yeah. But it was valuable. So valuable. It's valuable. So... Why was it valuable, Sean? Actually, let's do. Let's start with this. What was? Ah, uh, you're gonna steal mine. I'll think of a new one. What was the one thing that you took away from this? The thing is, am I stealing yours or am I saying mine? I we both have the same. I know. So that's why I'm. Yeah. So <clears throat> we'll just give a breakdown of what it was. Mm-hmm. All right. So. Oh, like how the event went? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, we can start with that. So it was an event. There was 15 attendees. Mm-hmm. Um, so 15 attendees and then like seven or eight like friends. Yeah. So like Rob invited like seven other professionals. Yeah. Um, and then there's 15 attendees. Mm-hmm. And so there was essentially a room a penthouse where we got to network and meet these people, chat with them, mm-hmm. um, and build a rapport Yeah, for five hours. Uh, got to eat some sushi, have yeah. some drinks, shit like that. Yeah. I totally did not think I, I ran out of cigars and I never, th- like my brain hasn't thought far enough to restock my cigars. Mm-hmm. So we went to Vegas to an event with no cigars in here rob and these guys are outside smoking cigars and it just dawned on me i'm like why am i not like why don't i have i have cigars on me like all the time when i'm out doing shit like if i'm out weddings events closing on properties any other event you always have them on you i always have cigars on me Mm -hmm. and this was like the first event where i was like wait a second I need one. Where the fuck's my cigar? Like, mm-hmm. what did? What was I doing? Like, mm-hmm. what? Where was my brain? Um. So I was just a little lot. I was like, "Fuck! I should be out there smoking with these guys." Mm-hmm. Like, what am I doing? I saw them out there smoking, and I was like, "Man, that would be a great time to be out there." But I was too cold. Oh, I yeah, and I don't care. Like the cold, like that doesn't bother. I yep. I would smoke a cigar. I don't care. Yeah. And so I was like, "Fuck, dude! I really got to stockpile my cigars again because my humidor is fucking dry, and I have no cigars." And it'd be a good time to get the humidor back up going, mm. stock up the supply. Are you actually going to help take care of it, or is it still all me? No, nah, babe, it's 100% on you. Yep. My job's to deplete the stock. Just to smoke them. Yeah. But that's that's give and take, right? That's love. That's love. As mm. long as when you go, uh, you know, converse with people when you have them, I get to be, like, network with people with them. Yeah. I get to be there for most of mm. them. Especially the really cool ones. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah so it's this big group of people 
um, Rob made sure to literally meet with every. Um, oh yeah, he 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 circled around. Met with every person. All night, meeting with everyone, chatting with everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and he like told us what all like all the professionals that he brought like told us what they what they've done, what they're known for. So then, if there's something that you needed you would know who to go to, mm-hmm. which was really cool. Yes, and we got that from a couple of people we wanted to get it from, uh, George mm-hmm. and Mike. Yeah. George Bryant and Mike Crossan about... Yep. Um, marketing. Marketing and branding. Yep. Which was really cool. Very cool. Uh, and so, yeah, it was just, we, I mean, we met a lot of people in the lobby and just like right away, just regular people in the group. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, yeah, throughout the night, we just talked with pretty much everyone. I think there's actually a good chunk of people we never got to talk to. Like, I probably see yeah. like five or six people between professionals and yeah, uh, regular. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. One thing is, um, we're, I wanted to talk to Vaughn, the man spot and, um, I want to talk to Dana and I didn't make it a priority to get to them. Um, I chatted to a lot of other people. And it was really good, but I wanted to, um, I wanted to talk to them more, mm-hmm. but pretty much all I did was introductions to mm-hmm. them, um, which is what it is. There, there'll be more. Mm. We'll talk to them more. I think that was a really good, like, first event for us to go to because it was so small and intimate. Mm-hmm. And, like, now, like, I mean, we learned a lot. A lot of it was stuff we already know. Oh, yeah. As- absolutely. <laughs> so, anyways... My favorite thing. We're sitting there. We're talking to Rob and Drew mm-hmm. and Mike Crossan. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like me, Sam, Kyle, um, Ryan, and Emily. Right? Were Ryan and Emily in the combo at that time? I don't remember if they were there, but they were there at one point. Mm-hmm. And we were talking, and my favorite part of the whole night is what Rob said. He said, you guys already know what you need to do. And because and I asked him, I asked him and Mike, I said, do you guys go to Masterminds? Mm-hmm. And I was like, do you go out of your way to go to Masterminds? And Rob's like, not really. Like He goes to network. He goes, yeah. So he's like, I don't go to Masterminds to learn. Mm -hmm. I go to Masterminds to speak and to to network. Yep. Mike Crossan said the same thing. He goes to network. And um and Mike Crossan said he goes to take he goes to learn one thing he mm-hmm. goes to try to find one thing that he can take yep. from the whole night so he goes to network and find one thing he can take for the night and which is kind of neat because both events we've gone to now we do make sure to like point out what is that one thing that we learned mm-hmm. so here's my one thing we should make a board of one thing yeah we should actually anyways so Rob said to us um me count Sam. You guys know what you need to do. You already know what you need to do. Being here networking, you're not, you might learn a couple things that are going to help you tweak things to grow a little more. Um, but we're there to network. Mm-hmm. We're there to, for the environment, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and it was cool because I, I say that to Sam all the time. Like, we know exactly, we know what we need to do. We just need to execute. Mm-hmm. And when we were sitting there, you know, chatting with Robin, he said that exact thing. Like, you know what you need to do. You just need to execute. I yep. loved it. Yep. It was beautiful. It was beautiful to hear him say that. It really was. Um, 
which made me happy because like that was one thing like Sean was trying to make a bunch of excuses of why we shouldn't go and one of his excuses was like I already know what I need to do so what am I going to learn at this event Mm -hmm. that I don't already know Mm -hmm. um and I think it was that it was we know that but getting told that just kind of really like punches you in the gut a little bit more yeah, I mean, it's just a, like, it's a reminder, and the same thing is with, like, Rob. Rob said he's, like, because he, we told him that we went to Arte. Mm-hmm. He's, like, you go to Arte to listen to Andy not talking. I just call Andy. Mm-hmm. So he's, like, if I run into something I can't solve, I get to call Andy. You guys don't get to do that. But he's, like, you guys also don't need that level yet. You guys know through research, what you need to do mm-hmm. through listening to podcasts, working in our business, being in CCV group. We're at a level where we know everything we need to do. We're not at their level where that info, there's so few people in the, in the mid eight figure range and, and above who are getting like, where there's information readily available to them. Yeah. Does that oh, make yeah, sense? Yeah. Like, it like pr- they have to use each other pretty much because it, they're, yeah. They're in like their elite category. When you're talking mid eight figures and above, they're kind of in a different category yeah. where building up a company to a seven figure business, dude, there's so much, in, there's millions of ways out there to make that happen mm-hmm. and resources and it's just so easy yeah for yeah. us and so the the you don't need to be here for education you do it for networking mm-hmm. or going and speaking you know and that that was really cool that was really cool mm-hmm. um i liked too so this is the this is like what made it really neat is that a lot of people were in different businesses. Oh, yeah. A lot of people were. Um, so, like, we were the really... the Out of the people we talked to, we were the only main... Like, our main thing is real estate. Besides a realtor. Besides a realtor, yeah. There's one realtor, yep. Um, but, like, I mean, Rob and Drew, like, they obviously invest in real estate. Mm-hmm. But that's not their main business. Right. Um, and like the realtor, he does want to get into that, but he's just not there yet. He used to do it too. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, yeah, the barrier to entry in the market he's in is very high. Yep. Uh, and so it's kind of neat to be able to talk to these people like about their businesses and like, like we learned so much about, uh, building tracks and yeah. fields, Yeah. um, which is really neat, but like it goes to, it, it really helps you realize, like, oh, like, there really is, like, a business for anything and everything. Right. Um, and it was fun to talk to him because, like, he, his market is very competitive. The the track and field business is very competitive. So it was nice to, like, talk to him um, about some, like, the struggles he goes through with having a whole bunch of com- competitors and, like, what they have to do. And we learned a lot of, like, wage shit about... Oh, yeah. How there's different wages in California and, like, I was thinking about it. I was like, man, I like never. minimum wage for union type of work. Yeah. Yeah, like, labor, laborer, laborer work. But I never, like, thought 
about the fact that like if we did work in a different state like we would have to figure out those wage laws right yep so that was just kind of neat to like think about that um there are some other people that are starting their own businesses mm-hmm. um uh it was just it was really neat it was really really neat i think they really liked the fact that like um a lot of the people there were from Montana, which Montana's uh, housing market is just crazy booming right now. Um, so when we told them the average housing price in Eau Claire, Wisconsin, yeah, their their jaws literally dropped to the floor. Yeah, we're like, yeah, we pretty much most of our houses are like two hundred fifty, yeah, two hundred to two fifty. They're like WTF? The cheapest house just hit the market at right under four hundred. Yep. And they said that was like the first house that's popped up under four hundred for like and two years. Every and it was it was gone in six hours. Yep. Yep. Um, so yeah, it's just I mean it's it's kind of cool. Is even even like um, we were talking to Dan Rosterunner about mm-hmm. uh, Amish cabins. Oh yeah, and yurts and Airbnbs. And, yeah. yeah. And how like here in Eau Claire we can get an Amish cabin. Um, the most expensive Amish cabin is like fifty grand. Yeah. For the biggest one. And I think they come, like, already built. Yeah. So he said, like, there, they bring them in sections and build them there yeah. for you. And so, yeah, they're already built and they get hauled in the semi and delivered and set up. Mm-hmm. It's like 50 grand here for us. He said it's about double that yeah. in Montana. And uh, it just goes to show, like, the difference in market in yeah. materials, you know. Um. So, yeah, it's really cool. I mean, it really puts in perspective, like... How lucky we are to be in where we live. For, um, for what we do. For what we do, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's way lower. Um, and now, like, we've met those people. So the next event we can go to, um, we can probably go reach out to them. And then, like, because they, especially, uh, both, wait, both were Ryan, weren't they? Yeah, Ryan and Ryan. Ryan and Ryan. Yeah. There's lots of double names at this conference. Yeah. Little event. Um. So we can definitely meet up with them at the next one. And I'm sure they'll be like, oh, hey, meet my friend so-and-so who also does real estate. And we're like, dope. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's cool. Yeah, I met up. Got two two Ryans, got their numbers. Um, I look forward to hopefully seeing them at the next event. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, one of them lives in Mont- Whitefish. Yep. And where was the other Ryan from? Boise, Idaho. Boise, Idaho. There we go. Which... I just remembered Idaho was a state the other day, um, like literally probably like a month ago. And I was like, man, Idaho would be an interesting place to go to. Yeah. So now we have Connection Boise, Idaho. And he said he'll show us around Boise if we ever go. He did say he's going to Vertical Union and they're going sledding afterwards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But not in Salt Lake. No, they're going like south. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I, it's cool. It's it was fun. So yeah, the biggest thing we I got from it is going to network. Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. And now, like, I don't now. Ah, uh, I this sounds just so bad, but I don't know. Maybe it's not. It motivates me to like actually comment and post on the CCB app. Mm-hmm. Um, which I know, like, I should have been doing before. Mm-hmm. Like, it shouldn't be, like, this motivates me to do it. But now, like, we've been to the event. Like, we met other people that are in the group. And 
I, I really want to try and keep making those connections with other people. And by being an active participant on CCV, we can really start meeting some other people um, and connecting with them. So then when we go to Vertical Union, we'd be like, hey, like, we, I commented on your post about blah, 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 and, like, you know, have a in to talk to people once we're there. Yeah. Two things. What's that? Big takeaways. Why? Uh, two other things that are big takeaways. What's up? My voice being quiet? Yes. <clears throat> Literally. Kay. Number I'll... one. Okay. They were so humble. Mm-hmm. Uh, like they were all humble. Mm-hmm. It doesn't. There are so many people we like. There are people we know who are kind of arrogant mm-hmm. about their successes in our small world, mm-hmm. or like you know, kind of like boast about what they've accomplished. Mm-hmm. These guys and gals don't boast per se. They like say what they've done. Mm-hmm. They say it in a way. That's not like greedy or gloating. Like it's like, it's a fact. Like I have brought five companies from a million dollars to a hundred million dollars. Like these are facts and that's how they, they say them. So it doesn't come off as greedy or gloating. Yeah. No, like it's just like very simple. Yeah. George, yeah. George Bryant, dude, that guy was insane. He was not like arrogant. He's just like. Yeah, like, I mean, if you look at factually-wise, what I've done for marketing, I'm probably, he's like, I'm probably the second best. Mm-hmm. Um, it was the, cus- he's like, I, I'm probably the second best at customer <laughs> journey in the world. Yep. yep. He's like, it's not, he, he and he's just very matter-of-fact with it. I've brought multiple companies to billion-dollar companies through customer journey. Yep. Um my my rate is $150,000 a consult. Yep. Like just very matter of fact, that's what it is. And he he messaged me today. Did I tell you that? No. Yeah, so he sent me he sent me a welcome video cuz I followed him. Mm-hmm. He sent me a welcome video and I said, "Hey George, thank you for taking the time uh chatting with us. It was really great meeting you." And he's like, "Yeah, thank you for coming to the event and chatting and, and like and spending your time with me and i was just like wow what a fucking guy what a nice guy Mm -hmm. you know and it's just like he they're genuine they're genuine nice humble people who like aren't arrogant they're just matter of fact Mm -hmm. people and i just think it's so cool that like being on that level how grateful they are and like rob thanking us for coming to the event very grateful um for for what we do you know it's just it's the let's put it this way those type of people being in a room with those type of people make me want to strive to be around more people like them yeah yep and it's not even for like some of the people in that room um probably have like similar net worth you know to us oh yeah. yeah yeah um and maybe some people even a little bit lower. But it's not even about that. No. It's about the fact like they're some of the most genuine, nice, friendly people. And it's, it's just cool sharing in a space with them. Yep. 
And so that that was a, a big thing for me is how humble they were and how good it felt just to be in their presence. Yeah. It was very inspiring. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and it makes you realize, too, that, like, we we can do it, right? Like, we can get to be as big as them if we wanted. Um, not even, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, definitely. And it's not even necessarily as big as them. It's more like... I mean, you can't get as big as Rob and Drew. You're a little too short for them. I'm too short. <laughs> Anyways. They're, they have too much size. Dude, they're... Massive. I was the shortest one in the room. I could not get over how goddamn big. Like, they're just... Drew and Rob are just big humans. And Drew is even bigger than Rob. Yeah. And I was just like, this man is standing next to him, talking to him, as I'm just looking up at him. I'm like, what a fucking man. Think how we felt in the elevator when there's, like, Drew right next to us, Kyle behind me, you behind me, and then, like, uh, Derek was on the other side, and I was just like... And Ryan, too. Oh, yeah, and Ryan. Yeah. I was like, I am so tiny, like... I felt small in that elevator. I have no idea how you felt. Yeah. You I... had to feel like a little ant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's how I felt the whole night, because... Yeah. Literally, I was the shortest girl out of everyone, and only by, like, two, three inches. But still, like, that is enough where I have to look up at the other girls. Yeah, everyone. 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 And then, so then there's, like, Rob and Drew, and I'm pretty much just standing there with my neck just completely back, just Uh staring at the ceiling. Um... So, yeah, how did we get on these big men? No, it's just, like, not necessarily as big as them, like, money-wise or business-wise, but more, like, it's very attainable to be in a room like that through my next point. Mm -hmm. Every professional in that room talked about this. You give Mm -hmm. before you expect to receive. Mm Mm-hmm. They discuss giving free content Yep. for years. Free content for years. They said at a minimum, giving free content for six months. I'm sorry. I raised my voice, Sam. I get excited. You can raise your voice. You just have to keep it all raised. And keep everything at the same tone. Have You want me to just... No, if you want to raise your voice... at the same tone. That's not... I'm not talking about tone. I'm talking about, like, volume levels. Okay, volume. Yes. So, if you want to talk loud, just put your head further away from the mic. But when I get excited, Sam, I lean in when I get excited. Yeah, you should I don't back up when I get excited, Okay, Sam. we need to get fancier mics, then, if you want to do that. I get excited. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> they talk about, at a minimum, uh, like, what Mike was saying was... Mm-hmm. Six months. If you haven't give and proven who you are for a minimum of six months, you should not expect anything from anyone. And they said the longer you can put that out, the longer you can give before you try to receive, mm-hmm. the better. So exactly what you and I have talked about and we're doing here. Yes. We give every week. Mm-hmm. We podcast 
we blog most weeks. Sometimes I slack on blogging. But we give every week. Yes. Um, I do Wiscoria for free. I actually, I donate my time to Wiscoria and I pay for shit too. Like I give to help people out. Right. Um, and I don't want money from it. No. I'm just, I'm here to give. Yes. And, and that's the same thing with, we've talked about where we want this to go. And eventually down the line, I would like to coach. Mm-hmm. But I don't even want to consider it for five years, maybe more. Right. And the reason is, is I want to give what I learn now. I want to make sure what I'm doing is replicable and proven. Mm-hmm. I want to prove that I've built companies I built systems, sold companies, you know. Okay, yes, you will build the systems, for whatever. I was going to say we. Okay. Um, but build this, build things and have a proof. So when I do decide, when we decide that we want to turn this to coaching, mm-hmm. we have thousands of people who are interested. Right. You know, or like we have, and we have, and we have the proof, right? Like you can go back and listen. Years, to... you can go back over five years mm-hmm. and listen to what we've done, what we've put out for years for free, and when we finally decide to coach, mastermind, whatever, it's it's there. We have the, we following, have the following, the people. <clears throat> we've given the value mm-hmm. so that we we've set ourselves up to receive, right. And every George talked about that significantly. Mm-hmm. Mike Crossan talked about that significantly. Rob's talked about that. Um, it's all setting yourself up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just want to make sure that we're giving a quality product if we want to, like, receive, yeah, receive anything for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, like, these are good practice runs for us, and these are good. Um, it's just good in general because... Now, like, we even have the proof of what we've been thinking. So there was things that it, we've done in the past that we're just like, what were we thinking a year ago? Oh, like, man. Like, refinancing mm-hmm. our old house. It, mm-hmm. We literally changed our thinking so much in the matter of, like, five months after that. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is, like, good proof for us, too, to go back and be like, oh, that's what we thought about goal setting. We should actually revisit this and right. talk about what we think about it now. Right. Um, so it's kind of nice for us in that sort of way too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I did like, I, I, there was just so much just inspiration and just knowledge that we were able to absorb and be in the presence of that for mm-hmm. that event. Mm-hmm. And it was really nice too because the three of us, uh, Mikhail and Sean, really wanted to make sure that like, we knew what we were talking about with the businesses uh, when we got there. And so on the plane ride, we actually sat down and like discussed what we want our positions to do, what we want to each do, where we want to take the company. Like we really laid it out. So then we had a clear vision. Uh, we had a dream and we had the clear vision for when we got there. So if any of that ever came up, like we knew 
we knew we were taking where we were taking the company. We mm-hmm. didn't have to question that at all. Because mm-hmm. um, we also going into it, we didn't know if we were all going to be together the whole time or if we were going to be separated. Mm-hmm. So it was good for all of us to just be very clear and specific on mm-hmm. that. Um, the one thing I I told Sean that I kind of um, I learned after the fact, but now looking at it, it, it makes a lot of sense. Um, cause I'm reading a book uh, about personal brand and it really by showed Dan Fleischman by Dan Fleischman. Yeah. Um, it really showed us or it, just in the tiny beginning section I've read, um, it made me realize how important personal brands are, especially for events like that, because your personal brand is pretty much a paragraph or two of what you've done in the past like what you're doing now and like what you're really passionate about. Mm -hmm. So, uh, before the next event, I mean, we kind of knew all that, but we didn't have it in like a well-rehearsed paragraph that we could just say the same thing to everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, cause that's how it should be. Cause your personal brand is your personal brand. It doesn't, it changes with you over time, but part of it will never change. Mm -hmm. Uh, like Sean's will always start with, he started group homes. Mm -hmm. Um, and so now next month while I read that book, we're all going to really work on our personal brand. So when we do get to talk to people like that again, um, we'll be ready and have these really nice rehearsed, um, things. And after the fact, like looking back on it, uh, like Rob knew everyone's personal brand. Of his professionals. Of, of his professionals. Of the professionals yeah, yeah, yeah. He invited. Um, so like he gave off everyone's personal brand. He, I, I mean, obviously, his wasn't like a neatly rehearsed paragraph, but he told us pretty much everyone's personal brands and like stuff like that. Uh, and so it'd be nice to like have our set and done so everyone knows who we are, what we do, what we're mm-hmm. about. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's just like one extra step past like the vision, right? Like everyone needs to have a vision. Yeah. Everyone needs to have a personal brand. Right. Well, you should. Yes. If you don't have a personal brand, you're like leaving a lot on the table. Mm-hmm. And then when you get asked like, oh, what do you do? Then it's, it, you don't have to think about it. You know what it is. Yeah. I noticed that there was a couple people uh, at the event like were asked what they do and they like stumbled. Mm-hmm. And it took them a while. Yeah. To like come around to what they do. Mm-hmm. And if they had their <clears throat> brand, you know, set out, they could easily go boom, 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 boom done onto the next person in 30 yep. seconds yep so um that actually that's something like i don't we'll do an episode on personal brand um probably in january yeah it, i don't like want to do that at whiskeria but um you you see at whiskeria sometimes some people go on about like what they do and it's kind of a it, it always be a good way to speed that up yeah. You know, make it, hey, like, you fucking get your shit figured out before you get here. This goes back to uh, what we talked about on Friday. Uh, how I'm a psychopath and I like things very short and concise. Um, I like to just yeah. answer the question. I right. don't like the fluff. Right. Um, so there, there's some people at the event that like to put in. Like the fluff. Like to fluff. Like to fluff. Yep. Yeah. Um, and it's really bad at West Korea. There's lots of fluff there. Yeah, there's a lot of fluff. I think there's a lot of. F- you know what? There's a lot of fluff for people who are not progressed mm-hmm. far. Yeah. 
yeah, yeah. Which that's okay. Like it's okay to be like, oh yeah, I just have two real estate homes. I worked a W two job before that, and I wanted to do better for my kids. Yep. Easy. Done. Yeah. Yeah. People. It, it, what it seems like is the people that don't have as much going on mm-hmm. fluff it up to almost try to like make it seem better than it is. Yeah. And the people who've got a lot of shit going on, they're just like, "Fuck, dude." Here's the main five highlights. I got about a, I got about hundred things going on, but here's five highlights for you, and you're just like, Jesus, fuck, that's crazy. When you got to think about it, right? Like, so that event was different than I think any other event we go to. Um, yeah, most likely with yeah. the fact that because it was so much time with so few people. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the next ones, like it's going to be a lot of people. Um, yes. With more or less time, but mm-hmm. we're not going to be able to converse with a hundred people. Even in 12 hours. Uh, so it'll be nice to just quickly get that out. And then you, like, if there's something in that little paragraph that you give that someone could catch on to, it's so much easier for them to be like, oh, okay, like, you're the house flipper. I, okay, got mm-hmm. it. Yep. But when you put all in that extra fluff, you can lose someone's uh, thought process so quickly. Yeah, yep. Because what is the uh, time span for um, humans? Uh, I think it's like six seconds. Yeah. So you got to really... And you starting off with, oh, yeah, I own... I started an uh, assisted living company for... Did that for five years. Like, mm-hmm. assisted living is such a niche thing already mm-hmm. that I think a lot of people will catch on real quick to that. Yeah. Even Kyle with the auto body. Right. Yep. Yeah, no, I mean, there's little things that help you stand out one thing that helps me stand out is my mustache yeah sean has this fucking rocking mustache fucking. That he, fucking whatever i love it baby i love the stash i love the stash and i love that people love the stash the, okay this is this is a silly thing but this was one of my favorite things of the event no one mu- mentioned the mustache for like three hours which was impressive to me and then once one person said it all the men started saying it yeah it was hilarious. I feel like as a woman, like, right, because men can have different traits that make them stand out. Right? Like, you can be jacked, can have a mustache, can have a really nice long beard, mullets, stuff like that, right? What can a woman do? Be jacked? Be jacked, dude. Fucking, I said to Dana, Dana, super nice to meet you. Huge fan. You're jacked. I love it. Mm-hmm. Casey has a wander. I think I've complimented Casey like I've I've complimented Casey every time about just being jacked. Yep. Casey saw your fucking post about your shoulders. Jesus, fuck you, Jack. I'm jealous. Like Casey saw you in your wedding dress. Fuck, look at those. Like her fucking pecs, gangster. Yep. Jacked pecs, delts. Everything. traps just looking like a stud her back oh. remember her back in that dress her back was beautiful Dude. Dress. and i just go i'm just like casey you're so fucking jacked i love yep. it love it but yeah that's all women can have yeah and i think even then like a lot of guys are scared to compliment a woman on that yeah 100 <clears throat> percent. and i just got i just do i just say fucking you look you look great you're jacked i love it and i feel like too right i'm i'm just a tiny person right i'm so short sure I feel like I just get looked over <laughs> all the time. Well, it's because people look over your head. Exactly. Oh. I, like, I was literal about the looked over part. 
yeah, I mean, unless you, you just have to do something to stand out. Like, okay, me, what, okay, what if I hadn't trained for the last 15 years? Yeah. Okay, no, 13 years I've been training. What if I haven't trained for the last 13 years? What would I look like? You'd still have that mustache. Oh, no, because I would have never gotten PDs. My fucking shit wouldn't have grown That's this true. much. That's true. What would, be put, what would make me stand out in the crowd? Nothing, but I did these things intentionally over the last 13 years, and look at me now. So you're telling me I should take PEDs so I can get a mustache. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. That is literally what I'm saying. Yep. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I mean, the nice thing is, is I'm your wife, so I guess that's my one standalone thing. Yeah. I mean, you could also get jacked. I'm working on it. Yeah. I'm never going to be Daniel and Bailey's jack, though. Not with that attitude, you won't. You're right, because you also said we were never making it to that event, and with mine and Kyle's attitude, we made it. <clears throat> I would say don't compare yourself to being as jacked as Daniel and Bailey, because... Dana Lynn Bailey is an Olympia. She's won the Olympia multiple times. You know? Yeah, oh, I'm aware. <clears throat> like, people people say, like, oh, I strive to look like Dana Lynn Bailey. Like, I just strive to be jacked. I'm not saying I need to look like Dana. Sure. But, anyways. My point is, like... Just getting better and more jacked. You can like consistently get better and consistently get more jacked. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And make these steps to look better. I, I don't ever like, I guess I don't, there's this guy named, uh, his Instagram is Seabum. Mm -hmm. He's like one bodybuilding multiple times. Dude's a fucking stud. Okay. Or like Joe Aesthetic. A lot of people are going to understand that one. Um, I don't ever talk like, oh, I want to look like these dudes. You know, like I don't ever go like, oh, I, I want to look like these dudes. I'm mm -hmm. just like, yeah, I'm just trying right now to get my, my glutes bigger, my legs bigger, and keep my abs defined. Mm -hmm. Like I'm not trying to be like someone. I'm just trying to get a better yeah. jacked version of myself. I definitely just want abs. Anyways. Okay. That's like that's the one thing like I think will really make me feel better about wait make me feel more jacked. So I got abs, which I know how to do it. Discipline, I execution. Yeah, that's it. I know. I know how to do it. I just need to do it. You know how to do it. Okay. You need to get calculated because you're already clear on what you want. Yep. You're clear on what you want. You need to get calculated. Okay. And ambitiously attack it. That's yep. it. And it's easy to calculate. Anyways, so yes, uh, I highly suggest mastermind and networking. Um, this was once again, this was a good one because it was our coaching group. Make sure it's obviously an event that's like in your field. Uh, not necessarily. Not necessarily an event in your field. But like, okay, in the field that you need, right? Like, so we knew there was going to be marketing people there. We knew that. Sure. I guess networking really don't. Doesn't matter. 
This is what I liked about the mess. But Mike did say, you should make sure you have people in the same field. When he was talking to, when he brought up the whole Arate thing about how he goes for that one thing and he's just like, but if you're going to a mastermind, you should make sure that you have people that are also in the same field as you because then you can like, just like, because then you can literally discuss the same things that you're doing. Sure. Sure. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. What I liked a lot about the mastermind and what I love about our coaching group. They're not telling you how to run your business. Yes. Nobody tells you how to run your business. And that's like the whole hot seat thing. Mm-hmm. I think hot seats can be good. But what it is, is multiple people telling you how to run your business. Yep. And they don't do that. I know what I need to do. They're just there to give me a couple little sprinkles on top. Mm-hmm. Now, I understand people who've never ran a business might need to be told how to run a business in a hot seat. And I probably will as I grow a company past a seven-figure company. Right, yeah. But currently, as I am where I am and I've already grown a business and sold it and moved into another one, I don't need to be told how to run my business. Mm-hmm. I know what I need to do. Yep. And I, it's cool because they, right, like, they tell you tidbits of, like, what their field is, right? So, like, they, Mike told us, like, pretty much how to gain followers, mm-hmm. um, how to, like, grow a following and stuff like mm-hmm. that. That's not running a business. No. Tell us how to grow a following and effectively grow a following. Mm-hmm. Like a, and then from George, know. we heard about, like, uh, yeah, how to keep that customer relation. Yep. Uh, and, like, marketing kind of that way. Right, yeah. So, like, we learned how to get the followers, mm-hmm. and then we learned how to, like... Keep get, the followers. Keep and have active followers. Yes. Yep. Um, so, it was really, really cool... It was just something that, like, Sean and I have really noticed that, like, we liked about this event more than anything else we've done, I would say, is they're not, hmm, how to, like, like, I guess just, like, what you said. They didn't tell us how to run our business. They're just, they make you think of how to do it. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, you could give them, a, like, a, a straight-up problem, but they're not going to just give you the answer. Mm-hmm. they'll tell you the information to help you figure out that answer on your own. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? No, that's exactly what I was just saying. Yeah. yeah. I just love that. I love that. It's great. It's great. And you know, like, <laughs> the best part is, right, like, you put any of those guys in our positions and they would run our company better. Oh, yeah. I'm you know what I'm saying? So fast. But they don't act that way no and and that's what's cool they they make you figure the shit out because you're the one that's got to do it Mm -hmm. you have to save yourself yeah you have to run your business you have to do these things one thing like if they answer that one question for you then what's gonna happen when another one pops up right like you're just gonna go look for saving andy said or sorry rob said when he calls andy Mm-hmm. he's like most of the fucking time it's just me telling him my problem telling him what i think my solution is and andy confirming what i said yep 
and it's just like you pretty much are just talking through. It's like when I have a tax meeting with your mom. Yes. I just sit down and I talk through what I'm thinking and I come to the answer and she's like, well, you just told me the answer. And I'm like, right, I just needed to verbalize it to you. Yeah. Sean and I do that very frequently. Um, I was thinking about that today. We haven't gotten a car ride where we talk things out. Um, but yeah, usually we... Because we know what we need to do, babe. That we, that we do. Uh, but we usually talk things out quite a bit and that helps both of us really figure out answers and stuff. I'm sorry, guys. This kind of went on a rant about other random things, but... It's all related to Mastermind, though. And that's what's great about it. Yeah. So, all right, guys, we're wrapping this up because, Jesus Christ, I have not gotten to bed at my fucking bedtime all week long. And we're into a new week, and I still haven't done it. Yep. So, I hope you got some value of this. The Mastermind was super fun. I had a blast. An absolute blast meeting these people, socializing with them, building rapport, and I cannot wait to chat with them again. Mm -hmm. And don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone. Uh, I mean, that was something that I was, like, very worried about uh, before going. And it was, honestly, it was it was fine. They, it, it, it was just, we just casually had conversations with a whole bunch of people the whole night, which I thoroughly enjoyed so, so much. So find something, anything that you know you can gain some value from, even if it's just one thing, one line. Absolutely. 1% better is better than none. I really should read that book again. You should read that fucking book. Again. What book is that? Atomic Habits. That's from Atomic Habits. There's a whole thing if... If you're not 1% better, you're like 2% worse. Yeah. Or if you're not 1% better, you're 1% worse, which is a 2% difference. Yeah, when you compound it, it's it's like big difference. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, have a good night. We will see you Friday. Peace.